No one gets out of a house of death alive today on Podcast Magoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. <laughs> I'm Autumn. And I'm James. And we are so very excited to have a Vincent Price movie mm-hmm. this early on in yeah. the list. Woo. I mean, if we could just have a full A to Z of just Vincent Price movies, I think we could be able to do it it'd be real close it would be, be real, real close. close i think there's so a couple close. of letters i think there's a couple of letters <laughs> <laughs> if only we could yeah right mm. that'll be when we run out of like because eventually it's gonna be really hard to make an a to z uh and yeah so yeah. we'll just have to do like um, uh, a special yeah just, just... just like vintage price movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> we just do that for the rest of the oh, time there we go we'll just rewatch them <laughs> so we're lucky enough to have this Vincent movie so early in the list because it is, I mean, it starts with a B. That's right. Bloodbath at the House of Death. <laughs> which I I don't know how this one like went under the radar for yeah. me for so long, especially because it's a horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. Lord knows we love horror comedies and we love Vincent Price. So what the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I... And it's 80s yeah. too. So. Well, so I guess like, okay, like... When it comes to Vincent Price movies, everybody's seen all the classic black and whites and stuff like yeah. that. But I will say that kind of like when we get into the 80s Vincent Price movies, mm-hmm. like because, you know, last year was Monster Party. Yeah. And that was one that I was like, what yeah. the heck? And this is another like, oh, OK. We, how many movies did he put, you know, put out that we just completely missed yeah so maybe we really can make an a to z of vincent because we just don't know all yeah. of his movies yeah yeah and I like we thought we did yeah I, I couldn't be bothered to go to his imdb <laughs> um yes so we mentioned this was the 80s that this was made 1984 mm-hmm. but our movie starts in 1975 ah. <laughs> in august august 12th to be exact well give or take a day yeah that's right yeah we're already starting with the puns yeah yeah um uh, strap yourself in because this movie is there is a ton of jokes like this Mm -hmm. is a we're shotgun blasting jokes it um throwing every joke at the wall and see what one sticks yeah so we are not touching on the gags and goofs unless it's like significant yeah yeah uh, look at this kind of like our dracula dead and loving it review right right uh, which is a perfect example because this movie is very mm-hmm. mel brooks humor a leslie forward. nielsen yeah. like it it's obvious the director was very inspired by um said directors yeah yeah yeah, if you're a fan of Police Squad or the Naked Gun movies, yeah. um, this isn't as good as those. <laughs> Wait, okay, now, don't jump too far oh, ahead, because I do, I'll touch on that, like, mm-hmm. at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. and why I think what I do about sure. this movie. Yeah. But, I mean, let, let's, let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. start digging in. We, All right, we, so. we already said we're starting with puns already. Yeah. Um, the camera is through the eyes of someone lurking in the shadows uh, and they're peeping on folks. And we get uh, another classic. This is this is a Mel Brooks gag. I know for oh, a fact uh, is a Mel Brooks gag. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is pushing the, the, the branch out of the way and the branch fly back and slap the cameraman. Yeah. And we just hear it. Shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then cultists end up showing up at this house. 
Yeah, and as they're making their way through the house, it starts glowing red. Yeah. You know, just some classic satanic stuff yeah. going on here. We've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see these cultists start um, killing this family one by one. And, yeah. oh, my God, how many people are in this freaking house? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a bloodbath at the house of death if there was only two or three people. Right. You need a ton of people. And... Boy, oh boy, there is. Yeah, it's so hard to keep up with yeah. all the deaths because, like, we have four people laying in bed that are impaled all together. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. We have two people running out and they get struck by lightning yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like, there's, there, there's some humor in yeah. some of these deaths. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, like, yeah, it is definitely, again, I don't want to spend the whole episode listing off every single gag mm -hmm. but yeah it, it, like every death is some sort of goofy gag yeah. in a way yeah um one of the girls in the house is she's backed into a corner essentially mm -hmm. in the bathroom and tries to use her girlish charms on the cultist yeah. to get him to keep her alive yeah. and if anybody has seen this movie out there <laughs> and you know what this girl says, I will give you five shiny nickels because, <laughs> my God, we rewound it a couple of times yeah. and we could not figure out what she said. Yeah, and subtitles wasn't an option. It, yeah. And it's supposed to be a gag. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it was supposed to be a part where somebody in the theater went, ha! Yeah, 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 which is a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so after all the deaths happen, we have the bloody title. Which I, I freaking love the font that yes. they used for um, this logo. Um, I don't know if it's hand-drawn hand or what. Oh, probably, yeah. But yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, it's the next day, uh, the, the aftermath of the bloodbath. Ooh, I rhymed. <laughs> and the investigators are, are looking at all the body parts and, and organs and blood piles and stuff. And exploded bodies. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, the, like... Well, you said straight up that this is very reminiscent of... Rock, um, Return Har to Har High. Yeah, Return to Har High. And I was like, you're so right. Yeah. Just the way that it's filmed and, like, the commotion and mm -hmm. just, like... Everything about the scene is yeah. very that. And I'm just curious. Uh, okay, because like this is a, it's a British movie, and Return to Horror High, of course, was an American film. And so I wonder if if some like I don't I don't know a whole lot about the production side of it, but I'm curious as to um, if somebody on one worked on the other or mm -hmm. was just a fan of one versus the other. You know, like yeah, it's like oh well, we're, we're gonna take the scene that's just like. It's perfect for this, for this gag. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I do love about this uh, shot is that the main detective, um, he keeps getting like blood drips on his head. Yeah, he's just <laughs> standing there. It's, I think he's smoking a cigar and it just keeps dripping and dripping. Yeah, and yeah. every time we see him. He has more and more on him. <laughs> yes. And eventually his whole head is like soaked in blood. He's like, huh? What? Oh, and he looks up and there's a severed head. Um, <laughs> and that brings us to the present day. <laughs> so it must be 1984 now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are just instantly dumped with yeah. exposition um, from our characters Ugh. here, Barbara and Lucas. Yes. Okay, so what I love about this sequence is they're, they're doing a tongue-in-cheek joke here where they... It's very self-aware that... It's like, okay, well, here's all the exposition. Yeah. Is, we're going to literally list off every single kill that happened. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk about it in full detail. And uh, the way that Lucas just describes them. Well, well, of course, we're uh, scientists on a secret government mission to go look at this house <laughs> that yeah. all these murders happened at. And then he lists all of them. Like, mm -hmm. we hear the story a million times, yeah. essentially. Yeah, especially because the fact that it goes from this duo to another car with another duo mm -hmm. of scientists that tell the, <laughs> that go, well, you know, it's just such... 
uh, a weird thing because this person got killed this way and these people. Yeah. yeah. And then goes to another duo of scientists. Uh, We end up going uh, through four vehicles. Yeah. Of of pairs. Which I thought it was really funny because Barbara and um, Drinky, as we so call him, because this is a folks, this is another movie where we didn't catch everybody's names. So we gave nicknames. Um, Drinky. And Barbara both say, I think it's bullshit. I don't yeah. think it happened, even though there were all those bodies and yeah, evidence yeah, 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 and yeah. it's obvious oh. this happened. Oh, yeah. And, and also, by the way, uh, the transition from the detectives uh, at the scene of the crime to present day is there were the classic spinning newspapers. Yeah. So this is well documented. Yes. It really, really <laughs> happened. Yeah, there There's is... photographic evidence. Yeah, Why yeah. are you calling bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. They uh Barbara and Lucas end up arriving at a pub called Duck and Pullet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a bunch of it's it you know, again, it's a bunch of gags, you know, your typical bar yeah. gags and yeah, such. Yeah, them saying the name of the house makes everybody stop <gasps> in their tracks, but it turns out it's actually his zippers open and that's yeah. what everybody everybody's gasping about. Ooh, ooh, and also let me let me go ahead. All right, so before we get too deep into this episode, another thing is there are a lot of micro scenes. Yes. And so we're going to do a little podcast Magoria trick that we we find ourselves doing with a lot of these kinds of films, which is we're going to lump together yes. the related scenes so it's a little easier to track because there's a lot of back and forth between the pub and the other scientists and all the cars. Well, it's the investigators and then it's the couple. Oh, uh, yes. They aren't. Yeah. I don't know why all of them are yeah part of this science thing but so let's just go ahead and knock out the uh the pub stuff first yeah and because then... that could have honestly all been one scene. yeah it didn't meet all it didn't need it didn't need any breakup and it, it, it kind of spoils the flow of the gags it does it does um so back uh, so still in the pub let's say you start to notice that all the patrons have this weird symbol tattooed somewhere on them. Yeah, and it's like all over the bar too. Yeah. Even the dog in the pub has yeah. a symbol on him. Yes. Like which I thought was cute. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas and Barbara end up getting approached by uh one of the uh, the blind patron that's in the uh the pub who uh, by the way has a symbol on his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I for two seconds, I thought it was Blinken from uh, yeah. Men in Tights. And I was like, wait a second. Is that mm-hmm. act- an, a real blind actor or something? Because uh, I've never looked into I meant that to, guy. I meant to look up that actor that's in this movie because of the fact that I do recognize him. I, I from kind something of, else. Yeah, I kind of recognized everybody from other things. But, like, for instance, the actor who plays Lucas was so incredibly familiar to me. And, and he just looked too much like a young Robert England. Yes. Oh, for yeah. For me. Yeah, that was also kind of jarring. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I recognize him from other stuff. But when I was looking up his IMDb, I didn't know any of the things that he was in so so but he was a you know he was a popular comedian so i must have saw him on a talk show or something i don't something somewhere yeah Yeah. something somewhere i saw him (laughs) um he's essentially coming over though to warn barbara and lucas about the manor there's weird stuff that happens yeah people die this also uh brings us to in case you weren't sure of how many people died (laughs) in the house and how they died um well, let them clarify and make it as clear as mud. Because <laughs> they all end up arguing with the par- uh, the barkeep and stuff about who exploded. And no, 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 no. Because yeah. they were found in the freezer. No, this person wasn't found in the freezer. This person was. Yeah. yeah. The math starts to get screwy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody's like, yeah. well, no, that would make 19 people if you did it that way. Yeah. And. Then all the patrons start joining in going, well, no, this many people were frozen and this many people got impaled. And it eventually goes into the night where they've turned it into the 12 days of Christmas. They've turned the murders into a song and they're all singing together, having a lovely time. Um, It's one of my favorite gags in the whole film. Yeah, it was actually (laughs) a part that made me do the. Yes. Before we leave the pub, we have to do, we do have to backtrack a little bit so that we meet 
our other characters, we mm-hmm. have two investigators um, talking about the manor. Mm-hmm. As I said, we hear it's the same thing all the over, story yeah. a million times. We, we saw the story happen, and we get to just hear about it over and over and over again. Yeah. This is important, though, because we kind of see that the investigators may be a couple. Yeah. Which I love that for yeah. them. I didn't even have to ship them. Yeah. They shipped themselves. And we also meet yet another couple. And this time it's a young girl and guy. And they seem to be going on a first date to this little gathering. As I said, it might be explained, but I somehow missed it of why they're showing up. But um, this part's important because we learn that the, the guy... Which I, I think I wrote his name down later on, but well, no, no, no. I kept I I called him uh, by his character trait. Oh yeah, yeah, mole, yeah, mole. Yeah, I and just that, called him that, mole. That's exactly what I was getting to. Yeah. It's important because we learn he got this mole, and then like amnesia started happening. Yeah, he has emotional amnesia. <laughs> yes, which doesn't get played up to as much as you would expect. Yeah. With how much explaining they did for this gag. Yeah, because they made him seem really mysterious yeah. and that something might be weird going on yeah. with him and Maybe his it's a, past. Yeah, like a mark of the beast or something and that he was going to be involved with the murders. Yeah. So we have all of our main characters established yes. essentially by this point. Barbara and Lucas... Call it a night at the yeah. pub They to make their way to the manor. But Lucas has to go to the bathroom first, mm-hmm. and he runs into the barmaid hanging yeah. upside down in the woods dead. Whoops. <laughs> now, this is the 80s, so, of course, pubs closed. There's nowhere else around. They decide to wait till they get to the manor to call yeah. um, about the barmaid. Not too unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not no, no. That's that's pretty typical stuff. Um, what is unusual <laughs> though is when they do get to the manor and Lucas calls the police station. They ask where his location is, and immediately hang up. Yeah, but he's able to call back and gets in touch with the sheriff. And this is when we see that the sheriff was also at the pub. Yeah, he's got the tattoos. Yeah, police station has the symbol everywhere as well. Yeah, there's something really f- weird going on in this village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in the study, Lucas ends up introducing all the other guests, you know, to the situation. Talks about how it's great to have this culmination of great minds to really dig into what really happened at this house and to uh, to prove or disprove uh, the murders and oh yeah that it, it molly does have something going on because he's like a paranormal like or he's supposed to be able to help with paranormal stuff or something yeah i yeah. think that's why he was there yeah it's like probably one sentence said and that was it you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had to keep reminding myself that he had something weird about him. Yeah, everybody everybody had some sort of thing. <laughs> yes. But also not everybody gets a backstory, as we'll discuss here in a little yes. bit. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, Lucas just, uh, you know, continues to talk about the murder. And Lucas ends up telling, after doing all the introductions and stuff, Lucas ends up telling the rest of the uh, crew, I guess you could call them, uh, about how he did find the dead body of the barmaid, which just causes uh, one of the characters who at this moment we just lovingly nicknamed Red um, mm-hmm. to go into hysterics uh, because, holy shit, like this is the house of death and we've mm. already got a, a murder on our hands. Mm. Everybody's in danger. It didn't even happen at the house, lady. Come yeah, on. That's right. <laughs> um Someone says that, you know, to, to calm her down, uh, to, to stop someone from having hysterics, you should slap, uh, slap them, uh, to which then uh, she ends up slapping Lucas and calms down, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, that was, a, that was a good one. Good, good job. They come across a music box that depicts all the murders, which I would love to have, by the way, because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like little ceramic figures of all the people that have been killed. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, and I really want to know how much the person that they commissioned to make that got. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 
I also want to know why this makes everyone suspicious, though, and makes them go, somebody doesn't want us here. Right. Like, this yeah. This is the moment that they're like, you know what? All this stuff together, this is really weird. I, I think somebody's trying to send us a message. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. okay. I think the music box is, is probably just been there since the murders happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Someone squatters. Made a, yeah, yeah. Someone made a, yeah, a squatter made a commemorative music box yeah. depicting the murders. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get to the meat and potatoes of this movie. The most important part, which is this is the next scene where we are introduced to the sinister man. <gasps> Vincent who could Price. It be? Oh my oh, God, yeah. Vincent. I'm, I'm not letting you guess. Ah. I'm telling you right now who it is. Um, that is his name in this movie, a sinister man. Yeah. That uh, is what he's credited as. I'm just going to call him Vincent. But yeah, I'm going to call him Vincent because it's like, just, he's oh too big of a character to just be called the sinister man. Yeah. Also, it's just, it's, it's, if there's a script for him, I'm, I don't think he followed it because oh, yeah. it's just, it's, it's just Vincent. It's just being Vincent, Vincent being Vincent. It's just him being sassy. Yeah. And him just serving up just, you know, classic Vincentisms. And being the best actor in the room. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he goes on this long tangent uh, about his service of 700 years. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to mm -hmm. the Dark Lord and all this stuff. And yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he talks about this after we see him melting this. Uh, uh, a wax figure. A wax figure. Yeah. And oh. it turns out it's the barmaid's wax figure because yes. she's still alive and this is all a ruse to. Yeah. Scare off scare the people. people. So we got a Scooby Doo situation. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, after he does his little speech, she tells him to piss off. Which then makes him do another speech. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and tells her, well, you, madam, can piss off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he goes into kind of some detail about how a ritual needs to happen yeah. for the master to come back. Yeah. And, you know, it's time. And we have all these bodies in the manor again yeah. that we can. Yeah do the ritual with I, yeah. I guess i don't know well, yeah, well apparently <laughs> somehow the bodies being in the house is the problem yeah they don't need to sacrifice them they need to get them the fuck out which i was like that's different that is usually different. usually it's like you call these people to the house because you need to you know feed the beast as yeah. it were but um, this beast doesn't want to be fed it no. said nobody in me please yep i've already ate thank you <laughs> <laughs> Back at the manor, we see Lucas getting ready for the night, and uh, we also see that apparently he has a metal leg. Yeah. He's... I, I was surprised by this because uh -huh. I hadn't seen him limping, but James has seen him limping yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about a little bit of production <laughs> stuff. Uh, yes. So so it's it's funny that I had picked up on it and Autumn didn't because the fact that during the production of the movie, the actor playing Lucas also forgot that he has a metal leg and they had to keep reminding him that he needs to walk with a limp to the, to the extent that the um, director had hung signs mm -hmm. all over the set saying limp and put the, uh, the, the person uh, in charge of the clapboard uh, yeah. to at the beginning of every scene, remind him limp. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and he still didn't. And he still didn't. <laughs> Unless he had that metal yeah, unless he leg. Had it on, yeah. yeah. Um Barbara comes in and uh Lucas gives a little bit of his background. Yeah. And we get a pretty humorous scene yeah. of he he's he was the best surgeon in Germany, never made a mistake. Um yeah. and then for like one of his surgeries, his monocle accidentally fell out. <laughs> yeah. Which that's funny to begin with. Yes, that was a funny shot. And then this scene is so humorous, I think, because of the mess that yeah. happens. Well, yeah, because what happens is he ends up pulling, he keeps pulling out the guts of the person he's doing surgery on to find the monocle. And he's like handing the bits 
yeah. to the other surgeons while they're all laughing at him. And eventually he's just throwing the pieces. Yes. And then the the person that he's doing the surgery on starts laughing too. Yeah, yeah. About Every- the, like, because he's such a fool. Yeah. It, it's kind of reminiscent of like uh, something you would see in like the Muppet show with like the animal doctors. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> it's that. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite scenes of this movie just because you know it's, it's a british horror comedy yeah. you expect it to be a little stuffy and this is just so like uh-huh. not something you'd see yeah i wish i would have looked up i don't and i don't think there was probably would be any, any notes for it but um what they use for guts because it looks like they just did like red paint on spaghetti that's what i thought it was too um and the way that it like hits other people it looks like spaghetti yeah yeah it's just a bunch of spaghetti painted red it was (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's what they use in haunted houses for guts that's right um the scene comes to an end and suddenly it is uh lucas and barbara are in bed together yeah and it's just like oh what the fuck? Well, earlier in the when he first started telling the story, he was choking her, and then oh, she's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, please go on." Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, at the end of the complete story, like they had had sex. Yeah. It's like, how did that happen? How did this go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he he just keeps saying, "I was the best. I was the best," and. Uh, uh, then she goes, you're not the best, uh, which, <laughs> yeah. you know, nice, nice little again. It's very Mel Brooksy, Madeline Kahn. I, kind of I line. see why they wanted to have that for the punchline. But yeah. I think uh, it was a little sweaty. It was it was it, it, it's, it's a, it, it took a lot to get to that. It, it did. It did. All right. Uh, we see more of the characters getting ready for the night uh we see red as she's unpacking she gets stabbed by something in her bag and this triggers her into a memory from her past and turns out that she has a ton of religious trauma yeah yeah my my note for this scene was religious trauma that, comedy that is my exact note too religious trauma trauma funny yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's being scolded by her mother for uh, being sweet on a boy walking home from school. And her mom is just like whipping the fuck out of her, having her say a prayer at an altar. And her mom's dressed like a confession booth as yeah. well, yeah. which I thought was a little weird. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, this is another, a lot of legwork for that joke. Um, <laughs> uh, eventually, Red turns and looks at her mom and has like some sort of psychic power yeah and ends up getting her mom's head cut off by a can opener which was funny that is funny humorous very humorous uh-huh. <laughs> maybe go huh huh yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> we check in on our young couple who i named mole and hair mole and hair yeah yes <laughs> don't ask me anybody's real names even though i do have them written somewhere in my notes yeah they're just nicknames for now on mullen hair mullen hair scrounging around in the kitchen trying to find something to eat um and there's just so much gratuitous making out in this it's kind of nasty and also like you know here at podcast magoria we love puns we do we do these are terrible like it's like they're trying to be like it's trying to do puns and innuendos about sex yeah but they are the laziest like but and then they they deliver them in such a disgusting way too it's not in a humorous way like um uh, okay i don't know if the actors had a like actual chemistry or what and that's why no i think they did and that's why it's so gross okay okay i see what you're getting at yeah that's fair yeah because the guy is a little creepy yeah um so this is another one of those like we get a lot of bouncing back and forth between multiple scenes and so let's go ahead and just solidify mole and hair make out a whole bunch in the kitchen that that's all we need for the moment okay we see Drinky walking around, and um, there's a spooky cello playing, 
and <laughs> he slowly opens the door and it's revealed that it's Lucas practicing the cello while he's on the toilet. <laughs> Do you mind? Yes. Uh, pretty good. I, I enjoyed that scene a yeah. lot. We did need to keep checking in on the couple because as they're scrounging around, they find a rat oh. in all the, in all the dishes. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Which makes Lucas bust into the room going, what's going on? I thought I heard screaming. Yeah. And, you know, they explain that they're unable to find anything. The chef hasn't been by. Apparently, they were supposed to have a chef show mm-hmm. up and cook for them. And Lucas is like, that's weird. I'll just have to check um, with the folks in the morning to see if, like, what's going on with that. But, hey... Have you checked the freezer to see if there's anything in there? There's a freezer? Uh-huh. It's in the cellar. The freezer's been mentioned like 500 million times yeah. because people got frozen in there. So yeah. I don't yeah. know why the couple was so surprised about a freezer. <laughs> That's but... right. <laughs> um, they all go into the cellar, Lucas, Mole, and Hare. <laughs> they go into the... Like, when they arrive to the freezer... Uh, there is a glowing, breathing meat pie. Yeah. Well, of course, they don't see this. They don't see the glowing breathing. Yeah. As soon as they open the door, it shuts up. Yeah. And um, it is, though, the item that they take from the freezer because yeah. everything else is frozen solid. This yeah. one we can we can defrost we can, for yeah. a little bit and eat it. Yeah. We can have a delicious meal. Hooray. No telling how old this meat pie is, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Checking back in with Vincent and the cultists. Uh. I saw this part before I saw this movie on TikTok. And it is hilarious every time I see it. Mm -hmm. We have the beginnings of a ritual going on. Vincent's doing his chanting. Mm -hmm. Cultists are following everything he says. And he's getting burnt by the candle that he's holding. Yeah. Goddamn candle, goddamn candle. No, don't repeat that. Yeah. Don't repeat that. No, you shut up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, getting... shut up. Yeah, it's that. You know, it, it's it's uh, it's the repeat after me. You yes. know, and it's it's a gag that always cracks me up. But of course, it's even funnier because Vincent Price is a treasure. Yes, and <laughs> him getting pissed off uh, is just really funny. Checking back in with uh, Mrs. Finch, or I'm sorry, Red. Yes. (laughs) She does not have a real name. Yeah. Uh, She's poking around in the library and is uh, pulling books off the shelf. And and this was another scene that was cracking me up because the first one she pulls uh, says secret door, which right behind her, a secret entrance opens up. She does not see this. She puts the book back. The door closes. She then pulls another book that says uh, Sudden Spear and drops the book. She bends down. A spear comes out, misses her. She doesn't see it. She puts it back. Um, Then she pulls the third book, which is... (laughs) Such a stupid joke, <laughs> but it's silent fart. <laughs> and, yeah, and as soon as she pulls this book, Lucas shows up, yeah, and like, they're both just like dying <laughs> at the smell. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, um, but Lucas is grabbing her to go look at the um equipment that they have yeah. hooked up. To monitor any ghostly activity in the house. It's really weird, though, because the machines are acting like there's activity, but there can't possibly be activity going on. But the machines are picking up on it. Also, glad you didn't fart again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he mentions it in this scene. I thought that was funny that they they did that. Mm -hmm. Um, Checking back up on Barbara. Uh, she's currently uh, bleaching her roots. Mm-hmm. And uh, while she's doing this, she gets a haunt. <laughs> if you want to call it that. <laughs> it seems like she's having a good time is more like yeah. it. Um, she's chased around the room by some sort of spirit entity. Yeah. Demon. Not really sure at this point yeah. yet. Horny ghost. Horny ghost. Yeah. Because her clothes get ripped off. Mm-hmm. And at first she's like, oh no. But then she's like, oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this ghost really knows what he's doing mm-hmm. because she's upset that 
yeah. it, the ghost ghosts her in yes. the end. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's a good shot. Like I really enjoyed the gag for this, where when they were done, there's two floating cigarettes, and she yes. takes a cigarette, and it was actually really well done. It, yeah, it yeah. looks. It looked real. Yeah, yeah. Because usually, like especially back then, you could you see could the tell that it was, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could you could usually tell when it was just you know cut and pasted. Yeah, yeah. And, Some sort of trickery. Yeah, they did. They did great on that. Mm-hmm. Her okay. So the door had been locked by the ghost, mm-hmm. and Lucas ends up using an axe to come in to let her know that um, dinner's ready. Which yeah. I, I guess was supposed to be like a shining gag. I think that they kept trying to make Lucas look like he was possibly going to be a killer. Yeah, which... Because, you know, they had him choking her. Yeah. They had him just show up with the couple. Yeah, I guess it's... I think that he kind of just showed up for Red as well at some point. Yeah. Like... Well, and I, I think that's the thing. is like they... Okay, so this movie tries to do as if it's a... Um, a mystery. A mi- yeah, it's a murder mystery where anybody could be the killer, but we don't need that. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for this film. No. Um, there's a lot of other movies that, that works with, like, murder by death, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like, or, I'm sorry, death by murder, you know, and any of those kinds of films. This doesn't, doesn't need that. So we have the gang sitting at the table. Meanwhile, cultists are walking through the woods. Mm-hmm. This is another scene of going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah cultists are walking through the woods their chanting turns into that lovely song that we all know from uh spooky tiktok videos the daisy daisy i don't know like what that song's called what it's from bicycle built for two thank you They don't know all the lyrics, but James did. I, I did. Because <laughs> I was like, see, they don't even know the rest of the lyrics. And then James started singing, and uh, I'm like, it, yeah. I'm like, who the heck knows the second half of the lyrics to that song? <laughs> uh, Hal and uh, Space Odyssey. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Anywho, our cultists are in the woods to do more ritual stuff. Yeah. Vincent tells our cultist, gather up the sticks. Yeah. Except for he doesn't say sticks. He says the F slur. In But it's uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Okay. So and and let's let's kill a joke by explaining it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's really funny because of the fact that he's seven hundred years old. Yes. So he's he uses a lot of old English mm-hmm. terms. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he's just like gather up the sticks. Um, <laughs> And everybody's like, you can't say that. He's like, what are you talking about? I just need you to gather up the sticks. And they're like, oh, oh, sticks. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. our gang has finally busted into the pie Mm -hmm. and they are eating it. And Lucas has an alien situation happen where he's just his stomach's all bulging and yeah. we think something's going to pop out. Yeah. Eh, just it, a little bit of gas. Just a little gas. Oh, well. <laughs> Back with uh, Vincent and the cult. Uh, they have successfully ga- gathered up their bundle of twigs and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent's like, hooray, the sticks are gathered. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the cultists is like, I really wish you would stop saying that F word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Wait. flat out, like, it's it's so funny. I thought that was so good for 1984 for them to yeah. make this joke because mm-hmm. that word means three things at this uh, point in time. Yeah, especially in British, like, yeah, because, like, it's, it's cigarette sticks and slur. And slur. <laughs> yeah. This leads us to my favorite scene of the mm-hmm. movie. Yes, and the whole reason hilarious. why I wanted to watch it, which is um, they start, they have a hard time lighting the fire. And so Vince is just like, here, I'll block it with my robes. There's a breeze. And so they're finally, they finally <laughs> light the sticks. And then it turns out he's caught. He's just, he's like, oh yes, that fire is burning well. Oh wait, it's me. And then is just so nonchalant and sassy about being burned to death. Yes. It's so flipping funny. It's on like um it's been making its rounds on TikTok of all places. Yeah. 
And well, so that makes two scenes yeah, from this two scenes movie, from this movie yeah. viral on TikTok. Yeah, and it's so freaking funny because he's just... Because <laughs> as he's dying, he goes, oh, God, it's hot. <laughs> just not panicking at all. Yeah. Just like, oh. At least I got my good robe. Oh, oh, at least I'm wearing my old robe. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. So his robe's not getting... His good robe isn't getting ruined. That's right. That's oh. what it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so funny. So... From this fire, though, a hole is left in Vincent's place, and out of this hole comes our gang of folks. Yeah. All in red. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, this is, okay, so this is where the wheels fall off this buggy, <laughs> <laughs> and things get really fucking confusing really fast. Yeah, because uh, all of a sudden, our gang has, like, these crazy psychic powers and are exploding all the cultists around them um okay uh one last really funny gag which is the guy that was blind uh can suddenly see is super excited about it and gets blown up yeah yeah so yeah classic <laughs> i kept forgetting that the blind guy kept showing back up yeah um but well, because like, it's, it's mean, a one-note gag for most of it yeah he just mr magoo's around yeah ultimately um so, so, so you think to yourself, okay, this is the end of the movie. Duh, they ate the evil pie. That means that they're actually part of the ritual yeah. to turn into the master. Yep. Ritual's complete. They destroy the cultists. The end. No. It turns out they're still sitting at the table yeah. going, huh, what's all that commotion outside? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, it, the master, like... I'm using quotes when I say that because I kept calling the entity the master. Yeah. But it's the gang of folks as yeah. the master. Yeah. It's making its way to the manor now. And unfortunately, if we weren't already confused enough, uh, the doppelgangers, the evil doppelgangers of the, uh, of the, of the people uh, yes. take off the red robe. So now they're just wearing the regular clothes. Yeah. And... Um, the back half of the movie is the doppelgangers creeping around the manor and killing off their counterparts. Yeah, there is so much back and forth, yeah. so many inconsequential scenes yes. during this last part. It's like we're going to have to summarize a lot of it. Okay, so I mean, ultimately, like. All the scientists die in, in relatively like not even like fun ways. Like no. a lot, like they all split up to to investigate the the evil. Lucas probably did have yeah a funny death. Yeah, Lucas Lucas's was the best because the fact that he like he's in the room by himself. His uh, metal leg seizes up, and then the uh, his pants get ripped off somehow by a ghost. I guess. I, I guess. I his pants know. get ripped off and then his evil doppelganger comes out from behind a curtain, also with his pants off, and, and, and then kicks, kicks him, him with his metal leg, which then explodes him or electrocutes him to the point where he like falls apart is like on fire or whatever. Like it's, 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 it's wacky. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's also that shot is the um, cover of the movie. Uh, like what they, really yeah they put they put like him being like electrocuted or whatever that's oh. his character's on the on like the poster that's like, yeah. funny <laughs> so after that you know again it's, it's it's checking up on all the scientists seeing them wander around if you've seen clue it's very similar to that just yes. with evil doppelgangers yeah <laughs> uh checking up on two of the science uh the the couple that's uh at the uh computer like the monitor uh, monitoring equipment the investigators the that investigators. are uh, a part of this gang for some yeah. reason um one of them gets killed the other one's just like, oh, no, like, you got killed. <laughs> and then his doppelganger shows up and starts to strangle him, which then... Makes him ask the question, does this count as suicide? Which I was wondering as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's very confusing because Lucas ends up back with Barbara. And, yeah. And we're just like, okay, well, maybe the double's talking like him. But then later on, he's still being him. Yeah. But then it's revealed that he's actually the doppelganger. Yeah. Essentially, okay, so Barb and Lucas, that we're assuming is just Lucas at this point, uh, send 
Drinky off yeah. to his death, essentially, and he gets killed by a teddy bear. That's all I can say about that scene. <laughs> yep. Um, Mole gets flushed down a toilet. Yeah. Hare walks into the bathroom and sees all the blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, and she is killed. Like, just assume everybody's getting killed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Like, everybody's, everybody's everybody's been killed. Everybody's just getting killed. Red is killed by what she assumed to be her mom at first, but then it's actually her in um, the confessional outfit with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber. <sighs> As I said, like it's just so it's much sloppy. going on. Yeah. It is, and it's just like bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Finally, after all the deaths happen, because let's get to the to the climax. Uh, Lucas and Barbara are in a tomb. Uh, they open it up, and it's like the old remains of the master. And there's a big evil book, and it's revealed that this actually was, in fact, the evil Lucas. Uh, but it's also like, come on, James, that's not the big part of the scene that's <laughs> revealed. <laughs> it's also revealed that it's possible that this was all aliens. Yes. Yeah. In the text, it's revealed that the <laughs> devil is from space. And <laughs> and it's just like, whoa, OK, this is getting out of hand really fast. The rest of the cultists or uh, the rest of the doppelgangers show up all in the robes. They're surrounding Barbara. Yeah. She's just like, oh, shit, I'm about to eat it. Um, however, she is then saved by um, the ghost. Yeah, the ghost that um, had a fun time with her. Yeah, he ends up or they end up because we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, the ghost ends up whisking her away into, into the, the sky. sky and she's having fun in the sky yeah. while everybody else is just like huh, huh that was weird wow that's happening yeah then the ritual is complete the house turns into a ufo um the ufo house flies away we get one more gag of the cameraman being the eyes of somebody Going uh -huh. through the woods, to which in a very poorly done E.T. voice, you hear, ah, oh, shit, not again. Yeah. The oh, end. shit, not again. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I was having so much fun, and then... And, and yeah, and then it's just like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> which, okay. So, let's go to the verdict. Um, mm -hmm. I think the movie's fine. Okay, here's the point that I wanted to bring up at the beginning of the episode and why I also agree that the movie is fine, mm -hmm. but it could have been done so much differently when it comes to the humor yeah. because the point I wanted to bring up was, as I said, it's obvious that the director was kind of inspired by like Mel Brooks and Leslie Nielsen movies. But it was like somebody that watched those movies but didn't understand the theory behind yeah. spoof films and the theory behind comedy in general. Yeah. Because all the gags, the pacing was just so off. Yeah. And a lot of the gags happened during quiet moments. Yeah. yeah. Like the there was no music or anything like that over the movie is incredibly quiet for a comedy um mm -hmm. and there's a lot of pausing for laughter yeah and so the, if, the huh yeah because like Cause that, that, yeah. that that was the joke that i kept saying during while watching this was oh i bet that made somebody in the theater at least go huh yeah yeah um and so maybe if there was like a re-edit of this film where mm -hmm. they added in a laugh track Maybe. <laughs> that would make it work better. Or at least some goofy music when it's supposed to be a goofy scene. Yeah. Um, something to kind of make the mood of the scene humorous yeah. or a little more humorous. Yeah. It's just the pacing is, is god awful. Yeah. It, it's honestly like Vincent was the best actor yeah. in this film, even though he didn't have very many scenes. Yeah. But. It's obvious that he knew exactly what he was doing compared yeah. to everybody else. Yeah, he had already had quite a lot of experience prior to this movie in in making horror funny. Mm -hmm. Sometimes accidentally. Yeah. But but it's just like he had such good timing uh, when it came to serving his lines mm -hmm. and could 
pre- he could say something that was complete nonsense with such a serious conviction. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what made it funny. Yeah. And and so, yeah, by by all means, like he's definitely the funniest part of it. It's a shame because it's I think his screen time is like a total of 10 minutes in the entire mm-hmm. film. It's yeah, an hour, maybe 15. Hour and, half long. Yeah. Yeah. and um, and so that's rough. But uh, yeah, I think that if you're a fan of, you know, uh, top secret uh, uh, the um, um, Naked Gun movies or any of that kind of stuff. I think it's definitely worth watching. It is worth, it, yeah, it's worth it's, a shot. Yeah, because it's definitely, I would put it in the camp as um, like uh, Saturday to 14th and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. One, of the, one of the spoof movies that's not, it's not top tier by any means, mm-hmm. but it, I think it's, it's worth giving a peek at. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of humorous moments that could have been better, mm-hmm. but it's still entertaining enough. Yeah, yeah. And you're just scratching your head by the end, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, it's very, very, very sloppy. So my verdict is worth a watch. Yeah, definitely. Give it a shot. Not the best, not the worst. Yeah. It is uh, currently streaming on Tubi. Tubi. Nice. Thank hey, you, Tubi. welcome back, Tubi. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I definitely think uh, give it a watch. At the very least, uh, look up on TikTok the Vincent Price scenes because uh, yeah, that's, that's all you need. That's honestly all you need. Yeah. It, it, the context doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, for real. For real. It really doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the end. This episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. Our next episode is our C episode. C standing for Creature Cabin. Oh. Hmm. Okay. This is going to be, de- it's a relatively new movie. So, hmm. so like, I know nothing about it. Well, I don't either. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> well, uh, so we'll see how that is next time. Until next time, if you and a couple of pairs of scientists are investigating an old murder house, Maybe believe the news in this one because the murders actually happened, so there's no need, no need to investigate. Just yeah, go ahead and pack it in. Just fine. You're <laughs> yeah, just, just fine. You know what? Just forget about that house. Go home. Crack open a beer and stay spooky. Scree, scree, scree. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>